Don't skip this one as a music podcast where two best friends play songs to talk about them. It's also a comedy podcast where the hosts make dumb jokes and make fun of each other. Um, how did you get into this That's, recording? Don't worry about how I got into the booth. Point is, I'm here, and I'm going to finish this off. Sometimes there's strong language in this podcast, so be aware. Okay, stop reading my script. Um, uh, I want to say the next thing. Now, on, on to, to the, the show. show. What's up, fellow music nerds? It's your host, Zach Fisher, and with me, as always, is Brady Lever. I think my app's glitching a little bit. It wasn't. It was me. I was was glitching the app. I was just being me. You are being an ass? Um, You were... uh, Welcome to the episode called Don't Judge a Playlist by Its Cover. Uh, that's right, guys. We're doing all covers all the time. Um, yeah, we we uh we sat down to make this uh episode just just before we get we even get started before we even talk about anything else. There was twenty songs on here before. There was a, there, and and as we were sitting down trying to narrow it down, we thought of more songs to put on the list. More songs. And it's funny because when Zach and I first like, like I had, I know I had brought this like Zach and I will every like we'll text each other when we have good ideas We're like oh we should yeah. do this or we should do this or we should do this, and I know I had texted you about covers like a year ago and we put it on our we got like a whole Google sheet of like our ideas that we want to do and yeah and yeah, yeah. ones we're working through and stuff and then. We did last week's, you know, the the twenty the songs of twenty twenty three. We're like, crap. What one should we do? Because we weren't really feeling anything. We're like, let's do covers. And even this morning, this morning the playlist had nothing on it. We were like, I I couldn't think of anything. I was like, I feeling covers. I don't know. Like, I can't even think of covers to put on here. And then once I started. I couldn't stop. I was like, "Ooh, that's a good cover. Ooh, yeah. that's a good cover. Yep, that one too. That's a good cover." Um, folks at home who um, were also emo kids, we didn't even remember about the Punk Goes uh, Blank series of albums until we started this. And I, one of us texted the other and was like, "Wait, the Punk Goes series?" Yeah, I was like, "We could do a whole." other episode just multiple episodes just about those ones because those ones were all great yeah um and uh yeah we couldn't we couldn't add all of those so guys we're uh needless to say pretty excited about this playlist we're pumped it is it is late at night because that's when we do our recording so it's a weird mix of we are pumped but also tired because we're in our 30s so little sleepy yeah um brady has his uh nightcap on and he's ready to retire um to yeah as soon as with his soon as, and his cap as soon as this because it's winter as soon as we end this i'm uh gonna snuff out the candle um yeah. i'm gonna draw the curtains around my bed post um <laughs> and hope i'm not haunted by three ghost to tell me what i why i'm a, a bad person i hope i've been living a decent enough life so yeah the three ghosts don't have to tell you about um the 
days of Martin or the the Martin Luther <laughs> King Juniors of past days of past. Like that's so hard to even say that yeah. sentence. That was too many words. Uh, English is not. Uh, it, my, it, it's late again. Language. Remember that. Um, yeah, it was just not my late native language. What is dumbassery? Uh, okay. Um, well, the, I guess it's self-explanatory. It's all covers. Uh, do we have anything else uh, we need to go over up top? Well, just that, like, I think this playlist is going to be really, really fun. It's cool because, like, there's a lot of stuff that, you know, as we're going through, like, I didn't realize... Like when I was looking through, um, were covers like, like I, I, if you know, do yourselves a favor, go search what did I say, ultimate covers, and it will pull up a Spotify has like a curated playlist, like based off of your listening, and it will put like what it thinks you listen to, and it's crazy as you go through. Like I didn't realize that was a cover song. I thought that was the original. Um, um and just quickly. We are not paid by Spotify, but we no. sure would like to be. So yeah, Spotify, please. Spotify, please. Money, please. Money, please. please. Money, please. Um, but it is cool seeing that you know, once you're like, oh, I definitely knew that was a cover, and oh, I didn't realize that was a cover, and how they all melt with you together. And that was uh, Melt With You by Blink-182, originally by Modern English. It was like a, it was pretty much like a one. Hold on, hold on. Do you want to retake that? Because it's definitely Bowling for Soup. What did I say? You said Blink-182. Yeah, okay. Do you want to keep that in or you want to? No, I want to, I want to redo it. I want to redo it. I was, I was trying to look to see the, the original artist. Okay. Okay. Um, Clap a bunch of times. Future Zach, edit that out. Edit that out. Three, two, and that was I'll Melt With You by Bowling for Soup, um, originally by Modern English. Um, I think it was Modern English. I think this song was, correct me if I'm wrong, I wasn't around in the 80s. I think this was like one of those like one-hit wonders of the 80s. That was, you know, that's pretty much most of the 80s was one-hit wonders. Um, um, you, I wouldn't know. Yeah, because we didn't, you know, we didn't live through it. Yeah, we didn't live through the '80s. Uh, I know Cody likes to give me a hard time for that because I was born two months into '90. Um, but point is, is this was um, by <laughs> Pulling for Soup. It's late, guys. Uh, this, <laughs> so this song, this song was also on the Sky High soundtrack. Um, oh, that's yeah. right. So it was on the that movie. Yeah, it was on the Sky High soundtrack, and then so they put it out for that. But then they released a a whole album called Bowling for Soup Goes Goes to the Movies, where they redid a lot of, um, they did a lot of cover songs, um, from like TV shows and movies. Like they did the Jimmy Neutron theme song, they did uh, 
I think they did. Oops, I did it again. There's just like a lots and lots of different covers um, were on this album. Yeah. And so I put this one on um, and I was telling Zach about this, but I put this one on because I think I got into, I got into cover music, like, like more like the pop goes cover music pretty early on in my music listening journey. Um, Cause I don't know how you were, but like when you're a kid, you just listen to what your parents listen to. And then, and then you have that shift and like my, my shift was right around like, sixth seventh grade where i started listening to my own bands that i'd find out from like friends and their older brothers and stuff and so uh it was between this song and um that thing you do by newfound glory um that was going to be on there because newfound glory was one of those those bands that um i was shown as like a sixth grader fifth grader sixth grader somewhere in that like early like preteen era when i was discovering my own music yeah. and they also had um an album called from the screen to your stereo which was a no- it was just a cover album and where it was like music that was featured in movies kind of like the bowling for soup goes to the movies and so i kind of really got into cover bands like really bowling for soup had a bunch um newfound glory had a lot and then me first and the gimme gimme's was another big one that i I used to listen to and so those three kind of like helped this weird love for cover music that i love now um it's to a point where like there's times where because i will play the name that tune game like with whoever's driving with me in the car like i'll do it with my wife um it started with my mom and dad would play with me and so uh, my my dad's favorite game now is to do uh, name that tune. But what we'll do is we'll play the cover song, and then have to f- name who sang it originally. So you guys, like you guys have activated hard mode, activated hard mode, and been like, okay, well I know that this is disturbed singing it, but I think it's Hall. And Oates singing Sound of Silence. Which is wrong. Which, I, if I was there, I would say, and that's wrong. You big fat dumb dumb dummy. Who was it? Was it? Oh, it's Simon and Garfunkel. Simon and Garfunkel. It was one of the two Anns. <laughs> it's upsetting because I like Simon and Garfunkel so much more than Hall and Oates, but I get where you're coming from. I just get them. I, I know the difference uh, musically, but when I'm trying to put the names out there they and because of the garfunkel and notes you know comedy band that we had talked about oh, yeah. previously go check out that the there's a whole playlist on uh comedic songs go check it out anyway bowling for soup what did you think about the song uh i, I liked it no time. yeah well no, no i liked it um Sorry, in the middle there, you talked about your music journey, and I didn't really want to interrupt you because you were going strong. But I was was wondering if any at any point along the journey, you looked and saw only one set of footprints, and that was where your mom and dad carried you. Yeah, and then and then my friends' older brothers picked me up in sixth grade, and then picked you up in sixth grade. Yeah. Um, and anyways, sorry. That's if you don't get that reference, you didn't grow up in a in a religious household. <laughs> <laughs> basically that's a i i think that's even become an internet no meme. i think i think it's an internet meme yeah anyways 
Um, I'm not going to explain it. And, and, uh, <laughs> I've I've heard. I met with you. I I saw Sky High, and I used to listen to um, Bowling for Soup a lot. So I I honestly forgot about this song. I don't think it's on my Spotify, but it definitely was on my iPod. Yeah, I had one. Um, but I love Bowling for Soup. They're they're great, and they've they are they the ones. Did they make Jimmy Neutron's theme song, or they is that just a cover of it? I think it's just a cover. Let's do some research. Let's do some research. Keep talking about what you like, though. Yeah. Um, No, I I really like "I Met with You," though. They, they. um, I think my favorite part. Well, my favorite part because it's Bowling for Soup, and they just don't take themselves seriously. Yeah, is that they put kazoo's in. Um, I think that is my favorite part of the song is yeah. the kazoo solo. The kazoo solo is great. It's fantastic. Um, my, but uh, musically, I really enjoy when they, I, I think it like splitting it into halftime uh, drum wise. And you can like, like they've been going one, one drum pattern, or not one drum pattern, but kind of the similar drum pattern. And then all of a sudden they'll do, um, I stopped the world and met with you in like halftime yeah. for, for a bit there. And I really, really enjoy that part musically. Uh, I, and it puts it's a, a great spin on it. It's a great song. I've been like, I don't, I need to follow him, but the lead singer Bowling for Soup still pops up on my Instagram reels all the time because I'm a freaking adult. I'm not downloading TikTok. Um, but so I'll just he watch everything funny. a couple weeks later. Um, anyway, he like I've seen him pop up a lot. Like another one that was gonna pop up from that I was thinking about putting on this was they recently covered Stacy's mom because everyone is like I think Bowling for Soup was almost to the point where they they would get requests to play Stacy's mom over and over and over, but it wasn't their song. They never played it. But then oh, yeah, they right. and then they're like, fine, let's do it. Let's do a cover of it. That way we can say that we finally do have a Stacy's mom cover. <laughs> um, because because it's one of those like funny songs just like 1985 and um you know texas and they have a lot their songs are really good but also funny if that makes sense it's not like a it's not yeah it's not a it's not a song that's it's not a you know song that's written to be like what it's the word i'm looking for it's, it's not, not like, like a it's, full, it's fully comedic song. It's not like Bo Burnham writing a song, but the songs they write are funny. Yeah. Well, like my parents even liked Bowling for Soup because they would like on road trips. I've talked about this, I think, on the podcast, but probably not a ton. But like on road trips, they they would sometimes let like me plug in the like right when Ox first came in or or you could plug in iPods they like let me play it and they would be like oh do that my dad is like terrible at names so he's like do that one about the about the year about the 80s and he was talking about the 1985 song yeah um they loved that one my mom really liked that one and then they also like the high school never ends one and those are both like kind of funny yeah songs. and I, I think that's bowling for soups like charm is that they're just like not overly serious about they're not overly serious i think i figured out what you're talking about it wasn't jim they did the jimmy neutron theme song but they wrote the intro to phineas and ferb 
Is that what you're thinking? I think that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. yeah. You know, little to no research. Uh, while Zach's talking, I'm also on Wikipedia and looking not at Spotify. Att- not paying attention to me at all. Yeah, just I had like no clue always. what he just said. Um, what? Just, what were you saying? Just like always, um, you never listen to me and you never do the dishes. And actually, that that you would always do the dishes. Um, anyways, have we mentioned Wait, that we live together? What What were you talking about? Do you have anything else you I want to talk about? I for a second there. <laughs> anything else you want to think? No, Well, just that I, I really did like that, the kazoo part. It's a great song. I, I, I love this oh, song. I don't know if I actually asked you what your favorite part was. Yeah, no, it's that kazoo it's part. Just, just the kazoo part. Okay. The kazoo part, when they like slow it down, it's just, I just really like it. And the whole song is, is great. Um, but yeah. No, I think in my mind, I think that, they could they could do no wrong like really they could be the man who sold the world and still get away with it And that was The Man Who Sold the World, uh, performed by Nirvana at their MTV Unplugged um, session, originally by David Bowie, um, which I've always thought was interesting because I don't think of like David Bowie and think of like punk rock, at least the way that like I grew up knowing David Bowie, but he was actually like really into punk rock like he helped produce a lot of um i didn't uh, realize that yeah iggy pop when iggy pop went yeah. solo from uh the stooges he he helped produced that um but also at the same time i don't know if david bowie and Kurt Cobain knew each other i haven't looked that up but it's really interesting just in general um the Nirvana's MTV Unplugged, and I'm not like a big MTV Unplugged thing, but theirs is super interesting. Yeah, because it's half covers of other people's songs, like biggest band in the in the world at the time, and Kurt Cobain was like, "Nah, I'm not gonna do like all of our hits." They do, I mean, they do do the, their hits, like they have yeah plenty of really big ones, but he was like, no, I'm going to do um, the person, the band that was supporting them during their tour at the time, like the uh, opening act of the tour. Um, they did like two covers of two of their songs. They have this one, man who sold the world stuff from their like first album that like nobody liked. <laughs> and like, um, I think it was, and then. Um, uh, Wasn't there a lead belly song on there? Yeah, he ends with the Lead Belly song. With, hey, do you remember that time that we tried to do a Lead Belly podcast? Did you just want to? Did you just want to bring up the Lead Belly podcast? Yeah. So, uh, longtime listeners will know this. Uh, we tried to do a Lead Belly podcast. We got a what almost seventy five percent of the way done with the podcast. Uh, yeah. We were about an hour and a half in, and then realized that we weren't recording at all. 
Yeah, it wasn't a, it wasn't a shining moment. In, uh, and I still can't think about doing the podcast. It's a really good idea. Go check it uh, out, Lad Belly. We'll do it eventually in like another five years. <laughs> I'm we we had this argument recently. I'm ready or not argument, but we discussion. I'm ready, and Brady's not. I can still remember it. Brady still remembers it. Um, I don't. I forgot all of it. Probably not. If we started talking about it, I'd probably remember some of it. Anyways, yeah. we're talking about Nirvana. Yeah. And their cover of uh, David Bowie. I didn't even realize it was a cover for the longest time. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, and I, I I, have listened to the original. I mean, ob- obviously the biggest difference is that this is a live version. Um, so uh. that's, but other than that, Kurt actually does like a really good job of, of, covering it and it's kind of similar to the uh, are you on a f- first name first name basis with mr yeah, cobain me and, and me and kurt yeah oh that's cool um you threw me off my grave <laughs> i definitely <laughs> did that was a long silence <laughs> you, dead air you threw me off my groove uh um but i i i mostly i wanted to add this to just talk about how like kurt cobain was always a guy killed by his girlfriend stop bringing up that conspiracy theory it's not true he uh he did die by suicide unfortunately um he was not killed by his girlfriend it's 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 impossible i've looked at the evidence i've looked i've looked Um, at the case file looked at the case files the fingerprints, the chief, the chief of police, and I have sat down and talked about it over and over, and there's no way that it could have happened. Me and the Seattle chief of police combed through the evidence. Combed through, just combed through. We did the DNA years of of testing, and it just it can't be done. I, I, I personally did ran the DNA tests. I put them in the tubes and they spun around a lot and they didn't match. Um, anyways, Kirk Cobain was just a guy. He was just one of the, the best like, um, rock stars to ever hear about because like he didn't expect to be famous and he was always just like, don't listen to me. Listen to all these other people. Like his, he would always wear, um, they talked about how like he would the shirts that he would wear were like band shirts of bands that were lesser known and he wanted to be people to know them and, and recognize them and like I said even on his MTV Unplugged which is like I think at, at the time it was like re- a really really big deal and only like really big bands did it um, he did half of them were covers of other people and he put in David Bowie's because uh, he talked a lot about like how David Bowie was like a really big influence on his uh, life and his music. So I wanted to include it. Nice. Well, for that and also because it's just a good song and I like, yeah. I don't think I would have heard it otherwise because I'm, I like David Bowie, but I'm not like a huge David Bowie fan. I'm not going and listening to all of his music all the time. So um, this way I got to experience it. Yeah. So what, what, would you say your favorite part or lyric of the song is like, why would you not skip this song? Um, honestly, it's the, uh, the bass part that, um, after the man who sold the world, the dun, 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 dun. It's yeah. 
fantastic man yes i okay that was that was mine as well and i was like that i don't know what it was it was just yeah yeah it's got a a good like, hook at, yeah. the, at, at your at the beginning it's a good hook with the the like very um mm-hmm. uh, i can't think of the word but it you know it's it's it music it puts you in <laughs> music terms oh notes are you thinking notes a song it, uh, notes that's the word i couldn't remember um don't ask uh you're and so yeah it gets it it has that hook to like pull you in you're like oh this is kind of an interesting song but then like i don't know something about the way that he walks up that bass you're just like mm, this that he walks on a bass it's amazing um it's, it's really not that hard you just set it on the ground it's, it's got a pretty wide neck it's shouldn't be that surprised that someone could do it I was going to keep going. I thought now it's, you know what? I'll just, the joke, the joke wouldn't work. I, even I know my limits. Okay. Okay. Listeners. I know sometimes you think, wow, Brady, that was a terrible, terrible joke. And I know. Okay. I get it. I get it. And I'm coming for you. You're so angry. That's uh, one. That's one. So uh, that's that's your favorite part too. The yeah, yeah, out. I really really like that part. Um, yeah, and I also kind of like the the lyrics. Someone who's like smarter than me at analyzing music on Wikipedia said it's David Bowie has never like said this is what this song is about, but um, people who have like looked at it and it's like, it's kind of cryptic, but it does seem like he's kind of talking to himself, like different versions of himself. And so it's interesting to read it that way where you're like, I don't even recognize this part of me sort of thing, how, how it begins. And then like getting to know that part of you, a sort of self journey of self-discovery. I don't know for sure if that's what it means. So don't come at me don't come at me um let's see who out of our 10 listeners should i tell not to come at me uh cody cody don't come don't come at me cody anyways um is there anything else you wanted to uh, well about this one in yeah. particular? no i just think it'd be really funny i well not really funny uh, i guess it'd be really really sad like if if you like i know if i were the guitarist on stage and I saw somebody walking up the neck of a bass guitar. Yeah. I don't know. I I feel like my guitar would be gently weeping. I look at you all See the love then that's sleeping While my guitar Gently weeps I look at the floor and I see it needs And that was while my guitar gently weeps, um, sung by Martin Luther McCoy, and it's a cover of a Beatles song. So this one is my choice. What the Beatles? Yeah, the Beatles. I so this one went on. I'm going to say something. I'm going to say something very controversial here. I'm going to okay? 
you are going to hate me for it. And it doesn't happen a lot. Like there's like, I feel like this song, this version Uh is better than the Beatles version of this song. It doesn't happen a lot. Our friendship's over. It doesn't happen a lot. I enjoy not better. I enjoy this song more. I I enjoy this version more than the Beatles version. I've enjoyed our thirteen years of friendship, but fortunately, it is over. And um, I, I just when was the last time you listened to "While My Guitar Guitar Gently Weeps"? So much. That's really Beatles. Is it really? Yes. Is it really? Yes. It's an amazing. It's an amazing George Harrison. It is an amazing George Harrison song. I don't. I just. I. And no, it's, it's I, I, I'm, I'm mostly joking. <laughs> but, there, but, but, but uh, no, it's um, uh, it's fine. I mean, you can't. I, people are entitled to their opinions, obviously. Like, I'm not saying that this is a, a bad version, um, by any means. I'm just, I think I'm. While my guitar gently weeps is one of my favorite Beatles songs, and so. So I that makes never, sense. I'm never going to agree with you that yeah. this one's better, but I get that. Not better. Not, not better. Everyone's... Not better, but I enjoyed this version more. Okay. I get that it's also not like everyone's favorite Beatles song because it is it is um, sad and slow and also yeah. not not overly popular. But um, no, I get what, I mean, it is, it is, this is, I guess technically my second time listening to it. I don't rem- I remember that I watched Across the Universe, but I yeah, don't so, really remember specifics. Yeah, so this song is from Across the Universe. Um and when I was thinking about the covers, I was thinking about this song in particular because I was thinking about songs that that I was like, what are some cover songs that are just as good or better than the original? Um, that's not what we necessarily did for this one, but I, and I love the Beatles. I think across the universe, again, not better than the song. Like it, it really is just this one, but that I like more, but I feel like across the universe does a good job of covering the Beatles. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like I said, I don't remember watching. <laughs> so it's, it's a it's a really it's it's across the universe is almost like uh i guess in a way like mama mia in the way that it's like it doesn't it's not mama mia is not about abba right but it uses abba songs to further this like every song is an abba song but this one is a little bit more than just that in the fact that like all of these songs are Beatles songs, but then like all the characters are like, like there's a Jude is a character, um, Jude or Lucy or Prudence, like yeah, character like um, Eleanor Rigby is a character, like or maybe she's not. Um, Mr. Kite is in the movie, like it's people that are mentioned through Beatles songs are like names are a part of the storyline right and i don't know this one just always really good and it it's very fitting on a day like today a day not like today did today today is martin luther king jr day yes that sounds weird saying it um so it's by martin luther mccoy who's named after 
Uh, who's named after Martin? Who's named after Martin Luther King? But um, in the movie, this his character is his name is Jojo. He's kind of um, an homage, I guess, to Jimi Hendrix. Like that's kind of what oh, okay. his like storyline is. Kind of like a Jimi Hendrix storyline. Yeah. And when he sings this song, it's about him musically reacting to the death of Martin Luther King. Uh, in the movie okay. in the movie and so i worked yeah. out perfectly for a day like today yeah you know I mean, we're not putting it out on on the right day but no but we're recording, we're recording it yes. when we're recording it I see um no it's a it's a great movie i really like it it's been a while since i've seen it too but and again i do love the beatles so i'm not i'm not saying like you know i've heard people be like oh yeah no i i think the glee version of this song of like whatever is is better than the original i'm not saying they're that just they're, they're the well those people are wrong so that's those people are wrong those people are this wrong. one is and again i'm not saying that this one's better i said that what i meant to say is i enjoy this version more yeah i get what you i get i yeah. get what you mean I'm mostly giving you shit because we're um best friends uh yeah so what did what did you like about this song uh, I did really enjoy like the the rendition um and that it was like more orchestral. Yeah. Um yeah, I did I did like that they added that. Um and um I'm trying to remember where it was. <laughs> um well, I guess yeah, just in general. It was, it was more orchestral and um he had it, it was like a very um I'm, I'm gonna use the word soulful voice yeah i can't i don't think that's technically the right word but that's the word i'm thinking of well because in maybe it the, is right I, I think it is because in in the soundtrack in this part of the movie it's it's a combination of martin luther king dying and him being upset about it and then also him breaking up with like he was the lead guitarist for this band um and sadie is the girlfriend and the the lead singer who's supposed to be why can't i think of her name um i'm not good with the what you're going for famous women rockers Joan Jett, you I, not Joan Jett. I know it's before that, but I I can't I can't think of the. You guys enjoy the podcast where um where <laughs> we do two early thirty year olds trying to remember the names of rockers from the sixties. Is that yeah. a good podcast? Yeah, is that is this what you do? You like this? this? this is, do, do you, you like this? this? Is this a good? Is this, is this, is this fun for you? Is this uh, a good audio experience? I don't think it is. I don't think so. Anyway, <laughs> um, they also break up and. You know, so he's mad about that too. So the, lots of yeah. stuff. So it is, I would say it is very soulful. I really like, yeah. I like that aspect of it. And I think I like that it's changed a little bit from the original. Yeah. Well, and um, we can go into it more a little later, but I think a lot of these, we picked songs that were like, or pick covers that weren't just like we tried to exactly replicate the original. Yeah. The, like, a, a lot of these were ones where they tried to own and make their, like make it their own. Yeah. Um, and I think they did a really good job at this. Yeah. One. Like, yeah. It, it totally sounds very different. Um, 
in a good way. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything I wanted to add. I I'm a really I am a really big. Um, are you gonna ask? Fan. Are you gonna ask me what my favorite part was, or are you just gonna let me? I thought. Did you not say your favorite? part? No, I didn't. What but is whatever. Your favorite, what is your favorite? Oh, um, we've argued a lot. That's what. That's why it, it's just been us arguing. Um, <laughs> my favorite parts. I really like the way that um, the. I don't know why nobody told you how to unfold your love. I don't know how somebody controlled you and they bought and sold you. Like the way he sings that, I really like. And I also like, I don't know what instrument it is. It's the beginning where it's just like the strumming almost. It sounds like the strumming on like the neck of the guitar, like the. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the almost kind of not harp, but it's just like that's whatever high strings that is. I just I. Every time I hear, I get excited for the song. Ooh, yeah, it's a good song. Um, I, I I enjoyed it. Um, anything you wanted to add? Um. Well, no, I just like I. I'm just glad that we can still be friends after this, that even though I might've said some controversial stuff that like, I enjoyed this song more than the original Beatles version. I know that's, I know that. And I hope that everyone you're still sticking around. And if, if so, all I have to say to you is hallelujah. Thank you so much. I heard there was a secret chord the day that played and it pleased the Lord, but you, don't really care for music, do you? Well, it goes like this, the fourth, the fifth, the minor fall and the major lift, the baffled king composing hallelujah, hallelujah. And that was Hallelujah by Jeff Buckley, originally by Leonard Cohen, Hold on. However, um, this is a turducken of a cover. It's a turducken of a cover. So it was uh, the original songs by Leonard Cohen. Jeff, this version by Jeff Buckley is technically a cover of John Cale's version. Um, and for those who were born when we were, it was Cale's version that was in Shrek, but then the album had a different version. It's all sorts of um, Shrek made it really confusing. Uh, mostly focused on the fact that Jeff Buckley did a, an amazing version. <laughs> Hallelujah! Yes. Uh, so much so that it, for years I was like, "Well, that's Jeff Buckley's Hallelujah." He wrote that. Um, I don't even remember when it was. I was someone. Uh, someone finally pointed out that it was a cover. Um, it was pretty. I had listened to it for quite a while before I knew that it was a cover. Um, but yeah, I mean. And we listened to a little bit of the original because I, I think neither of us had listened to it. Yeah, at least and I were, no. And it, it's pretty different. Yeah, it's it's definitely different, and yeah. so it, that's what we mean by it's a traduction of a. It's a it's a cover inception where it's a it's a yeah. cover of a cover. Yeah. Um, and it and and Jeff Buckley makes it his own, and and it's, I mean. I'm not going to say stuff that hasn't been said before because this is like a very famous song. Um, Hallelujah, Zach. Hallelujah. 
but Jeff Buckley just puts so much emotion into the way that he sings this like cover. no i agree and this is definitely my own words um like so not the original but the second um like the the cover that he oh wait, no no the original um so the original again was uh sorry i'm getting i'm getting all confused leonard cohen, leonard cohen but this is this is my own words um here is that Cohen murmured the original like a dirge, but Buckley treated the song like a tiny capsule of humanity, using his voice to careen between glory and sadness, beauty and pain. It is one of the great songs. That's my own voice there. That's, again, a visual gag. You you could see that Brady was reading. Um, I don't know if that comes across in audio. I got a little worried that people wouldn't get the joke. I don't know why I felt the need. I no, it's my own words. I definitely wasn't getting it from Wikipedia off of a I think it looks like a Rolling Stone article. So, you know. Um, but this is this is like this exemplifies what I think makes like a super good cover is taking something that you didn't write, but you feel so deeply that you're like you make this really beautiful rendition of it and you kind of make it your own like you use your type of well actually i don't know how much other jeff buckley stuff i've heard so i don't can't technically say it was like exactly like his other music but like he put his own spin on it you know yeah um and and uh yeah i mean he puts so he puts so much emotion to it and it's always just it's like something it's a long song. It's apparently seven minutes long, but every time I've listened to it, I like don't feel that time pass. Like I don't feel like it's a really long song. You know, you know what I mean. I've never felt like I was like, oh, I just listened to a super long seven minute song. It was like, still feels like three minutes. Um, yeah, I just I I've always and I've loved this song for a very long time. I, don't actually know when the first time I heard it was, but it was probably on the radio somewhere when I was young. Yeah. Um, first time I I know that I've I I remember hearing it again was uh, Shrek. Right. Um. What's is so? I guess. Um. What's your favorite part of the song? I I like the first verse. Is the um the. And I don't even understand it, but it's like, you don't really care for music, do you? Well, it goes like this, the fourth, the fifth, the minor fall, the major lift, um, the battle king composing hallelujah. I don't know what that means because I don't understand music. I was a drummer. I can, I understand the beat. So don't know what this was, but I still, I think it's, I think it's clever. Is that like, Hey, there's a secret chord that he played. You don't even, you're not even gonna know what it is. You dumbass. No, but it is, it is a really beautiful song um i got uh, yeah it's it's great i am glad that you put this one on i don't think i i don't think i realized the inceptionist inceptionistic uh you know yeah of of this song because then i looked more into it you know the rufus rain white right version was on the soundtrack and so what it was is the rufus Rainwright version was he did it he recorded it as a tribute to jeff buckley but then took some of um 
the uh, Cole's version and kind of mixed Cole's and Buckley's versions together. So the the one that's on the soundtrack that we grew up with was a was another cover of both of those songs. It's it just it just keeps getting deeper and deeper. I guess I don't know. I I said that to sound cool. Does it make me sound smart? Do I do I you sound like sm- I know? You sounded smart until you started asking. Um, do I do I sound like I know good stuff? Not anymore. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think my favorite part is I do think it's um, well. I'm I'm tied between the second and the last verse, and I think it's because both of them he like you can really feel the like um emotion that he'll he puts into it as it as it like crescendos you know but she broke your throne and she cut your hair and from your lips she drew the 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 hallelujah he like really really feels that line um as well as like on the last one um i i think i'm more the last one i just really like the lyrics because it's like all i've learned from love was how to shoot somebody who outdrew you which i don't Again, I don't really know what that means, but it sounds. But it sounds really, good, really good. We're super smart on this podcast. We be we be geniuses here. We be uber uber geniuses. Um. Uh. But yeah. So. Um. And it's also really. Um, fun to play on the guitar as well i've played this one on the guitar i haven't contribution to that <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> i i knew our listeners were wondering has brady ever played the guitar because our again our listeners uh most unless you've never met us before and you're just listening then thank you but i think our, our listeners are, are cody so it's not even kevin anymore Nope. Um, a little bit. Um, did you have anything else you wanted to add about? Hallelujah? No. Should we uh, should we sell out a little bit? Let's sell out. What up? Don't skip this one, listeners. This is your boy Cody, aka Dak, and I wanted to jump on here real quick to let you know that I have a show coming up February seventeenth. It's a Saturday. It's President's Day weekend. There's really so much potential for you to come to the show, even if you're from out of town. Long weekend. I think Zach's going. Don't make me a liar, Zach. It's going to be a good time. There's so much talented Las Vegas acts on it. Upgrade, Samson, Dot Wave, Donnie Menace, to say a few. And I'm doing a co-set with my boy Vessel. We have a few songs together. It's going to be a good time. It's going to be very energetic. This show is going to be so fire. We're opening for a tour that's coming through town, the Don't Ever Disrespect Me Tour by NEMS. I actually recently started listening to him in the last couple years, and his music goes hard. He's the main headliner. Here's a little sample of some of his stuff. Bing bong, little dusty motherfucker, you got ringworm. Yeah. I run the whole shit. You just an intern. I'm the king of New York. You Lawrence Fishburne. Fuck out of here. We outside. Bing bong. Little dusty motherfucker, you got ring. As you can see, 
he goes pretty hard. And the co-headliner, Mac Lethal, he is a legend to hip-hop, man. He used to be signed to Rhyme Sayers, which is a label created by Atmosphere, which a lot of people are familiar with. Here's a little snippet of one of his songs that I loved growing up. unique about a girl that thinks her boyfriend's jealousy is weak. So right before he punches me and breaks my nose, I touch her whole entire body with the make-out bro. Cause I'm a make-out bandit, if you don't understand it, keep your little love thing away from me. Cause I'm a make-out bandit, if you don't understand it, keep your one-night stand away from me. So, it's just gonna be an honor opening up for him as well. I hope to see you come out. It's gonna be at the usual place in Las Vegas. You can get tickets from the link in my bio on my Instagram, which is at Cody Rocks with a Z. Not an S at the end with a Z. You gotta add a little flavor to that. And make sure to stop by the merch table. My main man, Brady, will be there. I'll be selling shirts that I've never sold yet, a new colorway, as well as I may have some typewritten lyrics and some fun little surprises like that. So come through. And in addition to uh, the ad or... Um, no, there's not even a lack uh, thereof. That's right. The, the, there is an ad on this episode. A very professional ad. An ad that doesn't fit with this podcast by how professional it sounded. Yep. We... Uh, yes. Absolutely. So uh, if you can make it to Vegas, go to check out... Uh, go check out that show. Go check out that show. Um, yeah, the ad's way too good for our show, but, uh, um, we're, we're glad to have it. Um, and, uh, go follow, don't skip this one on Instagram or, uh, threads. That's what it's called, right? Mm -hmm. Um, or, uh, we also have YouTube and again, like maybe eventually we'll put eventually. Well, one you don't know, you guys don't know, um, subscribe on your favorite podcast listening platform. Um, as far as I know, we're published on all of them. Um, if somehow you hear this not on your, if you're like, I'm going to check out a podcast on a different platform. I don't know. Tell me if, if, tell me if there's one that we're not on and I'll figure out how we get it on there. Um, and then, uh, if, if you do, do have Spotify premium, it'll play the full songs instead of just the clips. If you're interested in that. Um, also please leave a review on any of the sites that let you leave a review or a rating. I forgot to write in rating in my little um, spiel blurb. here. My blurb. Um, yeah, if they have like a star or a thumbs up system or a whatever. Just whatever um, it is, give us the highest one or at least the highest one. Oh, yeah. Than a, that part. At least at least not a one. Okay. I'm at this point. One of you is fucking with us. Uh, and in addition to that, every episode has a playlist on my Spotify profile. So if you search Zach Fisher on Spotify, my profile is the one with the logo on it. All the other Zach Fishers out there um, are bots from uh, 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 my nemesis. He's written a code to continually make Zach Fishers on Spotify until it floods the system and crashes. And my nemesis's name is Ryler, rather. Okay, cool. You went with it. That's fun. <laughs> uh, please share this show uh, with your friends, except for if you're friends with 
uh, Ryler. Um, fuck you, Ryler. It's late. It's, <laughs> it's late. Really late guys. <laughs> it's actually not really late. It's just late for us because we're old. We're old. Um, all right. Um, yeah. Share. Just sorry. Share this show with your friends. Uh, strangers on the street. Anyone that you converse with or can hear your voice, tell them. Really, tell tell everyone you know. Even tell somebody that you used to know. And that was Somebody That I Used to Know, sung by Walk Off the Earth, originally by Gautier in Kimbra. Mm. So this, this one was my choice. This one is one where I actually heard the cover before the original. Because the cover and the original came out really close together. Incredibly close together. Incredible. Um, because what it, what it was was uh, Walk Off the Earth kind of started off as like a – they were one of like – it was before TikTok, um, before Vine even. It was like – Well, yeah, it was like pretty early. 2012. Super early YouTube, but early-ish YouTube. Early-ish YouTube. And so what their whole thing uh, was they would come up with creative ways to do covers for songs. So they have a lot of really good covers because yeah. um, that's what they do. Is the, and they'd have like Korean ex, Korean effects um, come on it and do stuff. So like they would do Grenade um, by Bruno Mars or Polly by Nirvana. Like lots and lots of really cool stuff. Yeah. But um, this one was one that they, it got really big because – all five of them played this. There's five people in the band. Yeah. At the time. And they all played it on one guitar. So they played this song. Yeah. And and yeah. that recording too cool. is still them playing it all on the one guitar. Oh, that's because right. because what they did, it was but all like all these things, all they would do is they would record it for their YouTube, which just with like professional because like they were a band, they had like a you know um like an album out before that yeah. and then they added some people but they would use all the professional like recording equipment and mics and stuff and they just recorded themselves playing it yeah i remember yeah walk off earth was pretty big for a minute um i i they're a band that so they were one of my favorite bands for a long time i want to get back into them because like I, I like as I was looking at it even today, and it happened a couple months ago because I was putting together. I've got like this uh, playlist called College Jams of like bands I used to listen, like bands and songs that were really popular for me from like 2008 to 2016, like when I was like in college and stuff. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of Walk Off the Earth. Like I would uh, go on their band camp, add all their, like get all their music, put it on my iPod. Like I, you know, I yeah. bought their album. Like I, I have always really liked them. Um, and they're one that it's kind of like we were talking about earlier uh, before where with like 21 pilots, like they're, they're kind of in that same realm of like bands that have been up there in my favorite list that I haven't really given them a listen to in a while. Mm, yeah. 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 I get what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so, but yeah, I chose this one. I also really like the Gautier version as well. But, um, yeah. but yeah, point is, is that they got big because I remember it was like on some, like it even like went viral, like on news stations. We're like, Hey, check out this. There's this new artist who has this Gautier, you know, Gautier's got this new song out really popular, but check out these guys playing it all on one guitar. And so they're yeah. like wrapped around each other. Like, you know, like, you know, someone was just doing the one hand, the element was strumming. Someone was using it like the drum, the drummer was playing on, on the, on the, on the guitar, on the guitar, a drum beat. Yeah. Which makes it like that super, that's why it sounds like it's super like unique. Um, rap yeah. And, and sort of percussion. Yeah. And I, and I like, and you know, kind of what we're talking about, like a lot of times these, the covers are really good when they, can make it their own like it's still like it's not like drastically different but like they made it their own in the fact that like the the way they recorded it was and like the video was all five of them playing on one guitar and singing the song like they did something unique to the song absolutely yeah no i really enjoyed their their cover of it and the original it takes me back to like a specific yeah the summer that uh, that we started hanging out because <laughs> somebody that I used to know was all over the radio that summer. Um, that and um, fun was that was like fun had yeah. just become popular, and this one and um, uh, not just the radio, like we had it all on our iPods and we're we're playing it or yeah, like it's yeah. still. Hold on, let me let me check something real quick. Little to no research, but I am almost positive because I'm a millennial. I don't have my uh sound turn my um ringtone turned on uh, all the time sometimes i do um let me just check something real quick yeah it's on my it's, it's my ringtone like i i that's amazing. i i still have it as one of my ringtones to select from um and yeah, no, I, I love this song. I love walk off the earth. And so this is one where I was like, oh, this is one that's definitely staying on there because I remember like this song had such an impact that I like, this is, I started listening to all of their stuff, like religiously for like two years yeah. um, because of this song. And then even the Gautier version is really good. Like um, I just, it is an amazing song. I really, really like it. And I, I love this, like the, the just cool, like five people on one guitar. It was, it was in those like early YouTube days before, like when, in my opinion, when YouTube was good, when it wasn't just reaction videos and reacting to reacting videos. Do you know what I mean? Like, like it's when, it's when, at least for me is when I'm gonna be I honest to... with you. I don't even know if that's what's popular on YouTube now. That's just the era that we stopped watching YouTube. Yeah, on, was when they started doing React. It was all React videos. It was all React videos, and I was like, I'm done. Like, I don't, I don't even it was like it was like anymore. early enough YouTube where it was like, oh, this is like good. Like, I'd go to YouTube for like content and just yeah. like to watch it. Like, oh, this is cool. Did you check out this? Did you check out Fred? Don't yeah. worry, people. We're gonna do we're gonna do some early YouTube stuff. Hopefully, but okay. we got we got plans. We don't know how to make it work, but um yeah but yeah no that's like uh yeah so i this this was a big song for me in college too um because i remember you know being i feel like college is when i really got angsty 
Um, because in high school, I was, you know, I was just, I was just fun. I didn't really care. In college is when I had my angsty times because it was like, you know, the, like we've talked about the not Brady hashtag not Brady semester. Yeah. Um, where I get sad because like a girl stopped talking to me or break up with me or didn't like me or whatever was going on. Um, and I remember listening to this song as one of those like, like after like a, a breakup or something didn't work out, I was like, yeah, you know, just, Good song to jam out to. I remember singing it in, I don't know if it was you or not, but at least our friend group, definitely Megan Nebaker, who's been on the show and sometimes listen. So if you're listening, shout out Megan. Hey, Meg. Hey. I've never called um, her Meg. I don't like it. I didn't like it either. It was weird. Um, Sorry, Megan. Megan. I remember there was at least one time me and Megan and some other people, like, I remember, like, there's probably multiple times. We just, like, turned this up, like, as loud as it, pretty pretty much as loud as the car could go. And it was like singing along to it because we, I think, multiple times had gone through and Brady um, just got a notification. That was, that was yeah. Fun. Oh, because I had to turn um, my sound on. To turn turn sound on. Like, that's never happened to Brady before. Um, uh, anyways, we, I remember like turning not the walk off the earth, the, but the original, but like they're kind of, I don't know, I they're very similar. Um, came out very at a very similar time yeah because it was just like because the song was popular so like hey let's do this song and do it right now yeah they did and it was really it it is a really cool video i want to rewatch it just because it is still like even many years later and seeing that same sort of idea like happen multiple times it's still pretty impressive that they were like make that all with five people was yeah like you know some like the the piano the guy who plays like the keyboard, like, you know, he did play on the the guitar, but all he would do is the, um, you'd hear the high, like ring, like, yeah. so he would just flick the, like, I can't, I don't, I don't know. I'm not a guitar. But it's past, it's past the, I don't think that they have a specific name. That's, that's why you can't think of the, that's why you probably never heard of the name. It's just past the neck where you're not, they're not really notes. It's just where you tighten. Yeah. Where you're just, if, yeah. If you, if you hit that there, it makes that high pitch noise. The bring. Song. Bring. So what's your favorite part of the song? Favorite, um, song? favorite part of the song, favorite lyric. Why would you not skip this? I think you started asking that again. It's yeah, been it's so been a long ago since it's, we said that. It's been a while. That's you know, I I feel like we should you know every now and again remind people of why we're called. Don't skip this one because <laughs> it's songs I, you don't want to skip. Yeah, it's just it's it's just the chorus when he changes to much higher and just well, you mm-hmm. didn't have to cut me off, make out like it never happened, and then we we were nothing. Um. And I don't even need your love, but you treat me like a stranger and it feels so rough. There have been ah, multiple breakups. It's so sad to say multiple breakups, but there's been like yep. multiple breakups where mm-hmm. you, you feel that super hard. We're just like, well, we didn't have to like stop talking completely. Like we could have still been friends, but they're just like not done with you completely. It's like now you're just somebody that I used to know. Now you're just somebody that I used to know. And so I think the lyrically hits hard, but also musically the way they build yes. up and then that changes register and it's, it's perfect. I'm, I'm going to, so my favorite part is 
um, is going to add on to that. So my favorite part is when um, in the original is Kimber, I believe, but in this one is um, Sarah Blackwood, who's the the female singer of the band. Um, it's her part. And my, I love when it's the, but I don't want to live that way. Reading it in every word you say, you said, you said that you could let it go. And I wouldn't get you, get you hung up on somebody that you used to know, but like that part right there, like there's that buildup, even with an acoustic guitar, the, the drummer on it, um, is like, what's the word? Um, you, you hear him like starting to get like a little bit louder as he's like just tapping on the guitar. Yeah. Um, so I, re- I really like that bit. So, cause it's, um, yeah. So it's when, um, his name is Joel Cassidy, um, starts getting really good, like picking up the, the beat on the guitar or like as the drums and then her song, her, like her, her part. And then it goes right into, um, Gianni, Illuminati is his name, uh, right into his part. Like, so it's the back and forth. So, yeah. Did you pause to look up all their names? I did, because I, but okay. I, I, I know, I know Sarah Blackwood because, um, well, listener, we all have, um, celebrity crushes <laughs> and we all have okay. band crushes, right? And I so see. we all know that there's, there's, I see where this is going. The, there's the ladies out there that are in bands like Haley Williams that, We've always had a crush on, you know what, Sarah Blackwood, ever since I found she's, she is up there in my band celebrity crushes. So, okay. Now we all know that about Brady. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't really like, uh, uh, I think you were a much bigger walk off the earth fan than me, but I do enjoy them. Um, in, in some of their originals as well. Um, so if you, if you only ever know have ever known them from this this one cover, actually go um, check out the rest of their stuff. Yeah. Um, anything else you wanted to add about um, somebody that I used to know? Walk off the Earth version. It's 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 just a good song. Um, I like. Um, I don't know. I love it. I'm glad that we got to listen to it. Um, I'm struggling a little bit, Zach. I don't know. Well, how I don't know how on earth. Do you want to give it a shot? Uh, I'll give it a shot because I did yeah. remember. So I just remembered actually what the chorus of that song was um, referring to, mm-hmm. like a, a term that got popped. I, I think I don't know if it's still in the, the youth slang, but I know it's still a millennial slang. Um, I believe the bomb. <laughs> uh, I do believe. Uh, that term, uh, the term for what that person uh, uh, did to the singer is called ghosting. Mm-hmm. Um, so if Tom Joad ever ever did that to you, then you're living with the ghost of Tom Joad. And that was The Ghost of Tom Joad by Rage Against the Machine, originally by Bruce Springsteen. Um, 
and I added this song um, because, well, it's one of the songs, I think we've said this about a lot of the songs, but it's one of the songs where I didn't know that this was a cover for a long time. Um, part of the reason for that is is off of this album that Rage, uh, uh, album of covers that Rage did um, called Renegades. I hadn't heard the originals of like any of them. So I just assumed it was a Rage Against the Machine song um, for all of them. And they also like all fit because Rage was like very political um, and they're all very political songs too. And so it like all fits in Rage and they did such a good job of like changing them to be sound like Rage Against the Machine songs. Yeah. That I didn't even question it or looking it up or anything. Um, and then I it wasn't this one. It was um, "Kick Out the Jams." I heard the original for that one, which is all, another of the covers that they did. And I was like, "Oh, that's a cover." And then, uh, like, then I finally looked it up, and I was like, "Oh, it's a whole album is covers." So, anyways, long story short, um, I've loved this since I first played it, uh, first heard it, um, and it's such a good Rage Against the Machine song. It's a good um, one. Originally, it's Bruce Bruce Springsteen. It like exemplifies everything great about like Rage, which is like this like righteous indignity sort of anger. It usually is grounded in their lyrics, but also at the same time, it's got um, Tom Morello's amazing like guitar effects work. Like, yeah, it's like the one of the first lyrics is, or I guess like the third line down is like highway patrol chopper coming up of the ridge and like the beginning of the song it like kind of it he like kind of has it sound like a helicopter um with the with the guitar and the effects he's he's kind of making it sound like a helicopter a little bit um and then um yeah and then just the the way um i forget his last name but i know his first name is zach uh fisher definitely not me um but yeah his he he like uh right before it gets or like at the end of every verse he always like almost it's almost just like a blah oh yeah yeah at the end of each one but he like builds up to it i don't know listen to the song you know what i'm talking about no it's really good um i think it's cool too i didn't like I was looking into it and like this is a time where genius actually helped so it's like i don't understand who Tom Jode is, and it's a, uh, it's referencing a, a John Steinbeck novel. Um, it's he's Tom oh, Jode is a character in the Gra- Grapes of Wrath. Yeah, yeah, which I didn't also didn't know for the longest time because I'm pretty sure that I heard this song before. Well, I've actually never had to read the Grapes of Wrath. Yeah, me either. I think, okay, I thought isn't that something that like we're probably supposed to have read and i think I, th- I think it all depends i i my i i didn't ever read it um i wanted to read it um i was going to read the grapes of wrath like a, a year or two ago and michaela looked at me and was like why it's super sad you're not going to be able to deal with that like, yeah you're probably right <laughs> yeah um no but i this is i really like the song i rage is always good um it's a great band. Uh, I I think my favorite is the uh, 
the highways alive tonight. Nobody's full. Just the chorus. No one's full. No one is to where it goes. I'm sitting down here in the campfire light, searching for the ghost of Tom Joad. Yeah. Like it's just, it's a great song. It's, and I love that it definitely, you're saying it sounds like rage. Like, yeah. Like they definitely made it their own. It was like, Oh, this is definitely them covering Bruce Springsteen because it doesn't sound anything like them, but it has like all of the classic rage sounds to it. Yeah. It honestly doesn't sound anything like Bruce Springsteen. Like it sounds so far different from yeah. Bruce's sound. I would assume I only really know born in the USA and uh, the live version of Santa Claus is coming to town from Bruce Springsteen. So I know not that much more than that so so if we're wrong don't tell us uh, yeah no it, it definitely sounds different than santa claus is coming to town santa claus is coming to town that's it's it's a little different than that that's a little different it, there's no christmas in this song um i think my favorite lyrics are uh, you're just gonna move past that i'm not, not even gonna humor me nope um <laughs> on the like last verse when he says ma whenever you see a cop beating a guy wherever a hungry newborn baby cries wherever there's a fight against the blood and hatred in there look for me ma i'll be there um yeah i, I really like that that it's a good one it's a good one it's a good one in general um yeah and if uh, anybody out there who hasn't heard that that album it also just in general is a really good album um by rage if you're a Rage Against the Machine fan. Um, trying to think if there's anything I wanted to add about this one. I can't. I feel like I'm missing something, but whatever. No, yeah, it's it's a good one. And like I think it's interesting that like we were talking about with Grapes of Wrath, where it's like it's the whole story of like Grapes of Wrath is about like these families that are coming over during like the Dust Bowl um, from like Oklahoma all the way to California, like walking railroad tracks, walking these roads, walking these streets. Like, do you think Tom Jones, uh, Tom Jode, not Tom Jones, Tom Jode, do you think he ever walked down Ocean Avenue? That was Ocean Avenue, um, Angels and Airwave style by Alex Melton, um, originally sung by Yellow Card. And so this one was mine again. I know that we've we've talked about Ocean Avenue. So on this one, we're not going to dive too much into like the lyrics uh, of the actual song because yeah. um, if you go back, um, check out one of our summer playlists. I know this is definitely on it because I know I definitely added Ocean Avenue. It's one of my favorite songs of all time um, to that summer playlist so you can hear what we think our thoughts about the actual song but i chose this one because i wanted to add an artist that i really like where he what what alex melton does is he goes and he like genre bends like these songs so like what we're you know we're talking about like good covers are almost are is when the band can make a song their own make it like 
yeah, changes like make the cover their own. Yeah. Um, but what he does really well is makes the song somebody else's. Yeah. If that makes sense. So like this, um, he, he did this cover, but he did it in the style of angels, uh, angels and airwaves. Yeah. So like you hear the Tom DeLonge, um, in his singing. Yeah. Um, and the here, the here, me, you know, stuff like that. And so, like, he does a lot of others. So, if you go into Spotify or his Apple Music or wherever you're going, like, he's got a "Don't Stop Believing." It's Blink One A Two style. Um, yeah. He has a whole like uh, country, um, like a bunch of country ones. Um, he does like Fat Lip from Some Forty One, but he makes it country. Um, he does Misery's Misery Business. Um, from Paramore and country, but instead he calls it um, Missouri, Missouri. Yeah. I'm trying to think of how to say it. Um, um, I can't, yeah. I, I'm getting in my head about <laughs> how the, how do you pronounce the state oh. in the city, Missouri, Missouri business. Um, and so it's a country version of um, Paramore's misery business, or he does like this one is um, an, angels and airwaves or um he i he did like a well one of my favorites is he did a whole he did just post malone as pop punk like he did yeah. a whole album of post malone songs but they're pop punk and like i love that one like um, it's just like he does a, a lot um like and he's got his he has his um stuff that he can really um, what's the word that he can really go on? Like he's really good at making Blink One A Two stuff, but yeah. also like there's stuff that he does that it's like, where was it? I'm I'm just kind of going through again. Little the nose research until we need it. There is a um, where was it? He does know. peach. He know. does peaches, and it's a pop punk version. Or um, he did a, an indie folk version. Like so, it makes it sound more like a, like a, an indie artist singing "Deja Vu" by um, Olivia Rodrigo. Oh um, yeah. yeah, yeah. I haven't heard all his stuff, but I really like what I have heard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. My friends over y'all is a country version of a newfound glory song. Like, right. I just really like how he well, and I, I like when like like he does it, and I I've heard of other ones do it, but it's like. It's not that they take a song and make it their own. They take it's like he like I said, he take a, he's taking a song and making it somebody else's while making it his own. Yeah. And it's just it's a cool it's it's just it's clever. I really like it. Um I yeah. like this one cuz Ocean Avenue is my favorite song, but I I really like how he gets he does the um the give me let me pull up the lyrics so I can get it right. Um <laughs> The let your waves crash down on me and take me away, away. Oh, like the way that um, Tom DeLonge sings in Angels and Airwaves. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Like I was listening to it for kind of the first time. I think I because, again, we said it at the beginning. There were 20 songs of this <laughs> there... at one point. We neither of us listened to each other's before, uh, really, um, unless we had heard it. But, unless um, we'd already listened to them yeah but um so i i did play like a clip 
or something of it just because I was like, what is a, because he, he says he puts AVA instead of angels and arrows theory style. So anyways, I listened to like a clip of it, but um, yeah, as I was listening to, to it, I just, I really like, I wasn't, I'm not surprised anymore that he can do it, but I remember first hearing like the way that he can really capture the sound of a, a certain band or a certain, uh, uh, genre even, uh, yeah. and, and angels and airwaves is such a like unique sounding band. There's, there, um, that it was, it's really interesting to hear him do like an angels and airwaves version of ocean Avenue. Cause I don't think of many bands being similar in sound to angels and airwaves. Yeah, no. So like um, even, even blink 182 with Tom DeLonge being one of the front men for that, it sounds completely different. So yeah, sounds different. Yeah. yeah. It's a great song. I really like it. Do you have anything else you want to say about it? Um, other than just go check out Alex Melton's stuff. No, I, I don't have too much to say about it. No, like nothing. There wasn't, did you think anything deep about any of this or did it just go all over, go all over your head? And that was Over My Head, a parentheses cable car, um, by A Day to Remember, originally by The Fray. Um, and like we talked about at the beginning, this is off of the Punk Goes Pop uh, the, the Volume 2, I believe. Um, but it's off of one of the pop go, Punk Goes Pop. I always, I think, my brain always wants to switch those. And yeah. Pop Goes Pop. Pop Goes Punk. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, it's off of one of those. I'm pretty sure it's volume two. Um, and it, it, it is volume two because you know what? Um, that's the one I heard first. Yeah. I think. And so um, it wasn't this song, but like that album. And I really, really loved that album when I found it. And then when I saw it said volume two, I was like, wait, there's more. And um, went and downloaded a bunch of shit. Anyways. Um, yeah, I just really love that. Um, in general, I love the punk goes pop. Man, I'm going to just stop saying it, referring to it. Yeah. Um, uh, P goes P. PGP. PGP. I think that or something else. I can't think of it right off right now. Um, uh, the I really love the what a day to remember did. They they like again made it their own i'm just gonna keep repeating that um but i love that they like fit in a breakdown in the original like using all the original lyrics and and still and then um they also did did which is i think is a very classic like a day to remember thing is like switch to a little bit of like kind of acoustic acoustic breakdown like a, like a softer breakdown instead of a yeah. harder breakdown yeah no i i think that's my favorite part of the song the little soft breakdown. The little soft breakdown. Yeah. I really like the breakdown, but I think in general, I just like that. Like every time they go to the chorus, it's like 
a big like the screamer in their song is a big like oh and then he does the 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 actual chorus i I do enjoy that um i also enjoy the original version like a lot yeah um this is not one where i heard this version after the phrase version but really um, oh i heard this version after the phrase i thought you were saying hear this one before the phrase version okay yeah i got confused there Okay. Yeah, no, this one was, this one was, uh, I do remember this one a lot because this was a uh, big when I was in, in high school. Um, and yeah, it was a, it was a good song. I, I do like the phrase version too. I like this one as well. It's great song. Great song. Great song. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know if I have like a ton to say other than like, I kind of just going into the punk goes, um, stuff because we could do a whole episode on it i don't know if we ever will but like we might um, do another we might do another covers you know add some more punk goes there's a lot of cover songs on here and we're planning on doing this podcast forever or absolutely ever um and so anyways if you like uh punk hardcore emo sounding music go out there uh, any anybody listening go check those out if you haven't heard any of the punk goes they're great they're all great there's there's and it and it's all ranging because they they just do everybody from the scene really so it's like a big range of like because some of it's like the august burns red stuff where it's just straight screaming the entire time and then some of it they like do like a pretty good like pretty close to the original version of it um and everywhere in between um it's pretty great i like it i like it a lot um well i hope you guys uh, uh, did you have anything else you want to talk about like this one in particular or punkos or anything no i just i like i'm glad that we were able to finally do a covers one uh, i was like you were saying i i don't know why we were so worried because there's so many good cover songs um that aren't just like oh yeah like this is you know, sometimes when you think of uh, songs that are covers, yeah, I think I think a lot of people will go to like Glee and be like, I don't want to listen to a hip hop mashup of of uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, <laughs> but like, well, I think my head always goes to actually, it goes to like the the Red Hot Chili, uh, the Red Not Chili Peppers, like the 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 cover bands oh, like the, co- the like the the crappy the like the like, like on like cruise ships yeah like cruise ships are like your your um your local city is doing a concert in the park and obviously you can't afford like a big band so the but they they'll be like well we'll do like a beatles cover band a beatles cover and and that's what it is a lot of it is like it's not like bands that are doing like cool covers of a lot of different stuff it's like a specific type of band where it's like yeah yeah hey like uh we're the falcons um we cover all eagle songs yeah we're doing it's i think it's it's like a scrantonicity only doing um yeah police and i i think that's I think when I don't know why, but my head jumps to that. But I, when we started doing it, I remembered that like I've heard of this in like every interview about a band ever. But it's just like you have to start somewhere, and so and you if you get like slotted for time, usually you don't have like 
original songs when you're starting on a band you start out as a cover band yeah you don't start out when, as like a cover band that's like like we only do one band's cover but you're just like these are songs that we like and we learned how to play on our instruments so we're gonna do them when i was in a band you know back in the good old days uh we rocked hard the Britney to... Spears mostly no it was a smells like teen spirit that's the only song we knew how to play we had one original song no lyrics it was or two i think there's three songs uh and it was smells like teen spirit and then two original songs no singing we did put on a concert though it was a uh, at my my friends um they had a birthday party um at my in the pool at my parents house um growing up um i lived there at the same time when i say my parents house um i probably could have just said my house um okay. but yeah it was we we put on a show uh, ultimate distortion played our first and only gig it was great i i remember i had a cool um somehow there was like a a cool thing that my mom must have bought for christmas for me or something where it was like you could put your hats in it and then put the hat in the dishwasher or washing machine and it wouldn't like mess up the hat but it would clean the hat it was like a cage to put your like baseball hats in yeah i'm just trying to figure out what that had to do with anything i wore that you just wore that the, the cage that the hat goes in yeah to be cool i was like oh this is did punk it, did it i have a question did it, it work it uh, did it were work you, were you cool yeah look at me now oh, okay i get it you're not cool i got no I i'm it. super cool no, i understand now yeah it didn't work um if you can't see me i'm throwing up things that look cool like i got the absolutely. i don't know he's crossing I'm, his arms like every uh boy bands in the, in the 90s did with their i'm cool um and my mom would agree with me she wouldn't that's the yeah, sad thing is like, my the, mom wouldn't agree she, she would she would not absolutely agree. not she would be on your side on this one yeah oh man i got confidence issues now oh, this sucks <laughs> well i was gonna go more into some stuff uh uh oh yeah i just yeah, when we first talked about covers, I was talking about how I was like, I was thinking about it, it was like kind of corny. But really, like, when you start out, you have to do covers. And then it gets to be, a, from what I, you know, it gets to be to a point where you're like, and, um, you're like, I want to do, it's more om- almost homages, which I think is technically a word for like movies and TV shows or like visual stuff. But it's, it's, like this um honoring the original song or the original artist yeah um by covering their music and 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 still making it their own and stuff like that um and there are ton tons of good covers that way i just for some reason when people say covers it jumps to cover bands for me so i think that was my hang up when we first started anyways i definitely get that yeah um well do you have anything else you want to say about covers? No, just go check it out. Um, like I said before, like if you want to find out, you know, besides these, you know, go like the stuff that we like um, that on, on this playlist. But like, if you want to find out your own, like I think Spotify, I'm sure it's a different playlist. Like how much did like, it has to be different than, uh, cause it's a like curated for me. 
Yeah. So I think it's I think it's based off your your likes, yeah. and they'll kind of like yeah. go off of all the stuff that you like and make a cool cover playlist. Yeah. Like go check it out. Like there's some really fun stuff in there. It was called a, Ultimate Covers, right? Ultimate Covers. Yeah, go check that out. Yeah. Again, Spotify. We'll, we will gladly accept your money. We'll take anyone's money. Also, that we'll take anyone's. Well, um, like we say at the end of every episode, um, give us your money now, bitch. Thanks for sticking around, fellow <laughs> music nerds. <laughs>